0: really want desire health and to be beautiful and to be fit and to have people admire me so the heart has this yearning right but the brain because we live in such a um a mind world to be honest right so the brain often takes over and to be honest the gut often gets left out
1: Hello and welcome to Overcoming Anxiety with Dawn Morgan. Good morning, good afternoon and good evening wherever you are. Today, i have a guest with me. Miquette is the founder of Elevate Online Today and she's a rare combination of a health professional, business coach and healer. Her wellness training includes Bowen therapy, M-braining, EFT and personal health and fitness trainer. Her love of business led her to become a certified business coach. She is often referred to as the holistic sales and marketing coach. She has worked with solopreneurs, specializing in redesigning sales processes. Now she offers customized coaching and uses her strategic alliances and st- strategies to help businesses get seen, known, and booked in a highly profitable way. Hello,
0: Miket, and welcome to the show. Hello, Dawn, and I'm really happy to be here and uh, look forward to sharing my story with your listeners.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Now, as you know, my um, my uh, show is all about overcoming anxiety. And so I always ask my guests um, where anxiety showed up in their lives. So over to you.
0: Thank you for asking. Well, I think um, to set the scene, my anxiety really started as a child. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I came from a very normal, dysfunctional family. And uh, although i um, born in Australia, I really came from a mixed European background. And so that made me different from the start, right? And um, very shy as a child, I'd always be hiding behind my mother's skirt and when there was new people or new situations. And then that transitioned into primary school, which I think they call elementary school in the US. Okay. Um, and that's where it really came up because i was super sensitive i'd cried a drop of a hat i was because i was different uh, the children would um, easily teach uh, tease me and bully me and to top it on on top i was very dyslexic as well oh, so wow yeah it was <laughs> it was challenging. So it really led to being you know consumed with um self-doubt and lack of confidence and and then and and the anxiety that comes from that you know really showed up in my behavior in school as well. Yeah. And because of that, my parents, bless them, were always taking me to the next psychiatrist, the remedial teacher, the therapist. And really, all that did was confirm that there was something wrong with me. Right? Yeah,
1: that builds anxiety, doesn't it? Because, you, you, oh you know, you're feeling different already. And now all of a sudden, you've got all these doctors and psychologists saying, oh, yes, you know, she's there's something wrong with her.
0: Yes. Well, things did prove as I got, went into teenagehood, but it did follow me. That anxiety followed me right through my teenage years and affected my schooling and uh, as well, and then right into my adult life. Um, so being in a state of anxiety just seemed to be normal for me. Yeah. That was my norm. And still today, I really have to, on a daily basis, check in. And see whether that feeling of anxiety rises up because it does feel like the norm. You yeah. If you, unless you take time to be aware of it, then it takes it can take you over. Yeah, so now sure. I have, you know, um, a toolbox of healing modalities because a lot of the healing modalities um, I I got certified in were. I did practice with other people, but they were really for myself first. That is, yeah, that
1: is a story I hear so often, you know, we go through our own personal journeys and then that comes to, that that helps us and then, then we take that to other people.
0: Yes, exactly. So Dawn, you know, since my 20s, I initiated eight businesses from scratch. And it was this love of business that led me to become a certified business coach and specialize in the sales process. And there's a reason for me telling you this too um, and working with small businesses. But I was in anxiety a lot again because I was working in a really male-dominant environment, and it was really hard as a woman in that environment. And we're, t- we're going back to 2007, yeah. where we didn't have the internet uh, the way we do now. And, um, and, and because of the challenges and, and the fact that it was uncomfortable for me in some ways, even though I was getting results with the clients I did work with, I switched my focus to high ticket sales. And that's really where I want to share this journey of anxiety in that journey of going into high-ticket sales because um, I was invited into a company and they sold education programs over the phone and I was given a script. I was told what to say, when to say it, and to convince them to buy. Yeah. Now... If anyone knows anything about sales out there, you can have cold leads that, or warm leads, and warm leads are generally people who have heard something about it and show an interest. Yeah. They were warm leads, and then <laughs> this is what happened: I made one hundred calls, uh, not one hundred calls. I had one hundred conversations, yeah, and zero sales. Yeah. So all the old feelings of my childhood came up. You know, mm. during the call, before the call, after the call, it didn't really matter. But all the feelings of feeling rejected, my confidence dropped. Um, I started to feel like a fraud, and and you know that I wasn't smart enough, and I lost trust in myself and even others. Yeah. And I noticed also. I remember being really sad and that that sense of anxiety, you know, how it can sort of flip into being sad or a bit depressed as well, um, because a lot of fear came up and there were thoughts going on in my head, like what if the program doesn't work for them? Why should they trust me? Which is really, really came out of my childhood and, and that of that anxiety and I don't know if I can cope with just another person saying no to me, you know. And that really is the tip of the iceberg of the thoughts and feelings that come along with the inside. Yes,
1: yeah, it's all those insecurities, isn't it? And, and oh you know, they God. just pile upon one another. So, you know, you're different. You don't belong. You are you know, you're bullied. You're um, all these various things, you know. Well, maybe I'm just not worthy. Maybe I'm just not good enough. Maybe all these it's horrible isn't it when when that all piles up it just ends up in a big mashup.
0: it does it's like all these internal voices going on inside you and that's what i'm going to talk a little bit about today too and and just like you said i'm not good enough maybe i shouldn't do sales but um because of all those conflictions within me you know and it was all pulling in different directions but there was a voice that sort of overtook all the other voices and that was, don't give up, you can work this out, it'll be worth it, Yeah, right? And um, because internally there was, you know, just to give an idea to your audience, the type of conflicting voices relative to sales really boiled down to, I really want to help people, but I'm feeling like a fraud, I don't know if it's going to work, them. uh, Why should they trust me? And I'm really scared because I'm sick of picking up the phone and being rejected. Right. So you can really from a listeners who understand anxiety, I'm sure they agree that that state of mind only produces an energy of anxiety. It does it does because it's all those insecurities.
1: It's all that sort of um, should I be doing that? It's, It's just constantly questioning yourself. And whether you're in the right place and and also there's so many limiting beliefs that get piled up there as well that's it exactly and even if you're you're good at something you know you get that horrible sort of imposter syndrome coming in well maybe i I thought i was good
0: at it but maybe i'm not good at it maybe i'm not cut out for this all those all those feelings Yes, exactly, exactly. It's, and I'm going to go into that a bit for us. But, you know, for me, I went on a, like a two-year journey of yeah. research and I spent thousands of dollars on joining courses and, and being taught by different mentors and reading different books. And what I was searching for was how do you do this to be authentic, and feel good about it yeah. and not be sleazy or pushy or manipulative in the process of having a sales conversation that's the search i really went for and, and i what- think
1: some sometimes we the experience that we've had with as as been the customer on the end of a sales call can really sort of um trigger certain emotions as well. You know, I know whenever I feel like someone's trying to sell me something, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. put up the barriers, you know, mm-hmm. and I think, oh, I don't like that. So getting for, to be in sales and to be able to get past
0: that is 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 a very good skill to have. Yes, it's it's so interesting because a lot of you know, when I talk to people and my clients about so how do you think and feel about selling yourself and your services? And it's it's there's so many old beliefs yes. that they've adopted, and and assumptions that they've adopted as yeah. well. And these uh, beliefs and assumptions translate then into feelings and thoughts that are really disempowering them. So, yeah. um, you know, what I found was that through all this and all the research and everything, I sort of came up with my own method and. Very happily, did become a top seller, top sales performer, and professional in my industry, um, and then taught others the same method so that they could increase their sales success too. So that was really um, rewarding to do that. But here's the thing: even though I went through that, I didn't realise the the um, what I had in my hands or how to really translate that into sales until I did my embraining braining uh, coaching certification in 2012. Mm-hmm. When I realized why and the way that I was doing it di- a little bit differently was working, right? And it gave me more meaning to the method. And that's really, um, you know, what I'm here to talk about it with your listeners as well.
1: I think also, you know, that, that's a really good point because just because we can do something, trying to teach that to others, it doesn't necessarily go hand in hand because it's like being able to speak a language, but not necessarily being able to teach others to speak that language because it, there's you've got to bring methods and systems and, and be able to explain the yes. whys and wherefores, haven't you? I mean, I, I, I'm in Spain, I've been trying to learn Spanish and okay. I went to a, a Spanish class, a local Spanish class, and it was clear from day one that the, the lovely lady that was teaching it was not a teacher
0: because, mm-hmm.
1: you know, so she obviously was very fluent in Spanish, it's a, her mother tongue, but she couldn't teach it. And I, I got so frustrated with it. and And the point you're making here, is exactly that you you were doing very well yourself but it wasn't until you did that course that allowed you to have the tools and the further information you needed to be able to really help
0: help other people yeah absolutely yeah Yeah. and by the way i'm in mexico so i totally relate to that story (laughs) (laughs) yeah wow yeah. So yeah. So really, um, you know, when working with people uh, in the sales process, and uh-huh. when they're looking to sell themselves and their their services and that, we need to find out the disconnects. Like, where is there? Where is that the the disharmony? Where is the? Um, uh, the voices within them that are pulling them in different directions, because when you're being pulled in different directions, I'm going to give you a, a case study in a minute, but when you're pulled in different directions, then it's really hard to move forward in yeah. a positive way and to get the things right. So we, we sort of go through the started is we get to identify what that is, what those voices all are saying And then we go into an integration session, which really helps people access their deeper wisdom, but also to bring them into alignment so that all their voices are on board and supporting each other and can move forward in the best step for that person. So it's self, I might put in the triggers or guide them, but really they're doing it themselves. It's their internal wisdom that we're accessing to do it.
1: I think that's a really good point too, because you know we we all have that confidence, that that self esteem. It's all there within us. It just gets buried under a whole load of society and life
0: experience. That's it. You exactly.
1: know, so we just need to
0: uncover it again. So, so I had a um, uh, a client, um, uh, Gabby. But before I tell you about Gabby, I think. Um, and she was a leadership coach, and she mm-hmm. um, she decided to move out of corporate, and then to go out on herself to become more of a holistic um, leadership trainer with her clients. Right, yeah. and for six months, Gabby um, talk. She while she was out, she was talking to people, she was networking, but she never made an appointment. Okay. sales call, Right. She never made an appointment and she never re- made, had a conversation like a client enrollment conversation. As we know, the sales course. Yes. Uh-huh. And of course, what the result was no sales. But before I go into how I worked with her, um, I need to just outline what the process is. Okay. and how it works so that your your listeners can identify with it. So um, I call it the three brain wisdom selling process, right? Okay. And um, we have three brains in our body, but believe it or not, and they don't all live in your head. So what neuroscience has proven is that these three ones, we've actually got more than three, but these are the three main ones that we can easily communicate with. Okay. So the first brain, of course, is our head. And there's 85 billion neurons there. And they're all firing away and everything all the time. Then there's the heart brain. And maybe some of your listeners are aware of the heart brain. And HeartMaths has done an amazing job in, in exposing that information to us and lots of research. And they've discovered there's approximately 40,000 In the heart, and it does vary depending on how people use their heart, you know, right? And then there's the gut brain, which actually has 50 million neurons, even more than the heart, right? Wow. 50 million neurons. And they're all communicating with each other via the um, vagus nerve and taking that up to our brain, where we then express it out very often. Okay. So... Yeah, so the interesting thing is, Dawn, is that they all have a role to play and almost like their own language. So I call it like they have their own energy. Yeah. Okay. okay. So the heart-brain energy is really all about emotions, feelings, um, desires, goals, aspirations, dreams, all those things really come from the heart mm-hmm. more than anything else right the head brain as we know is brilliant in thinking logic and this is where creativity generally comes from as well and all the thoughts and thinking aspects of life right and the gut brain is really like our assimilation with life but it's our momentum center our flight fight freeze or or motion center
1: Okay that's
0: where it stems from and sometimes it's referred to as the the seat of courage okay interesting. that's interesting i haven't heard about that before so yes it is because sometimes people think courage comes from the heart actually the energy of courage comes from the gut okay. because courage demands movement and to, you know, move forward in some way. So that's and it comes from the, that gut area. So we sort of say the good way to um, sum it up is that these three brains are the emperor or the controller of our thoughts, our feelings and our behaviors. Okay, because the behaviors are moved by the gut. Right? Okay, yeah, that sort of makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so that's, that sort of lays a bit of a foundation and I can go back to Gabby's story if you like. So with Gabby, she was, just to recap, you know, she was totally ineffective. She was stuck. She was procrastinating and she was in a lot of anxiety about the whole idea of um, going out and getting clients. Yeah. Right? So there's a three-part process that I take people through. One is we get clarity on the issue. So um, her issue was um, anxious anxiety around going out and get clients, having the sales conversation, and in particular, asking clients for money. Okay. Big one. (laughs) And then the second part is discovery phase, where I just take them through and basically connect, help them connect to their heart, head and gut. And her heart, was saying, "Oh, I really know that everything I do, I really want to help people. I want to pe- help people become better leaders and, and that." So she had a real desire to get to share her message and to share her skills, knowledge and wisdom. But her head was saying, "Oh, well, I don't know about that. I think you need to do another course before you go out and get <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I hired." Think, I think a lot of people will resonate with that, yes. Exactly, and it's not true. And the gut's going, well, I'm scared because I really don't want to be seen as pushy or salesy. So she was in a state of freeze, yeah, yeah, <clears throat> action, you know, stuck. And so all these voices, as you can hear, they're all going in different directions. So yeah, how can you move forward? It's impossible, right? Absolutely, we yeah. All go through this, and when we force it, it's not pleasant if we're forcing momentum or if we're forcing action or forcing behaviours, it's not pleasant to us. And that in itself can be anxiety because we're not doing what feels congruent and aligned with our inner being. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, I get that. So um, the second part is the... Oh, sorry, the third part is the integration process. and. This process is really you can learn yourself because there is um, a book or you can become a practitioner. However, it's ten times more powerful when you don't have to think about going through the process and someone guides you through like a qualified practitioner. And it's a very specific process of taking you through a specific order of of connecting with the three brains. And I always say it's lead with the heart, creativity and courage and back from the heart again. So um, I won't go into the process because I don't want people to try and do it themselves and get it wrong because if you do, you will get a different outcome or even the wrong outcome. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But the power of it is that it shifts different powering assumptions, disempowering um, beliefs really. And gets everything back in harmony. Yeah. I, yeah. So um, with Gabby, what happened? I suppose you want to know the outcome. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Well, two days after the session, the integration session, she, she contacted me via the textbook. She's in Australia and I'm in Mexico. And we actually, I remember now, we got on a call together and she said, I've made four appointments now, this is after six months of not doing anything. Right? And, yeah, it is. And uh, the first session uh, enrollment conversation is going to be in seven days. So I asked her, so, you know, do you know how to have a successful client enrollment conversation? She said, no. <laughs> And I thought, okay, we'll do a crash course in the conversation flow and how to handle the client enrollment process in a really natural and authentic way. And uh, after she left the appointment, she texted me and said, we've just made $4,500. I've got the check in my hand. Oh, amazing. You know it is. So just to to understand how... Um, my program and the process works and helped her because it did in multiple ways, right? Yeah. One was instead of being in conflict and frozen and and just not really on board in the same place with her three brains, she got into harmony with her thoughts, her feelings, and her behaviours. Yeah. Right? Yeah it's that uh, taking away that conflict and and
1: a lot of people with anxiety have that conflict in lots of different ways because they're logically they know that what they're feeling isn't you know people with ocd or, or whatever they they know that what they're being compelled to do is not logically right you know and that conflict between the two parts of them, I mean you're, you're talking about three parts, but you know whether there's two or three or many parts the the conflict is is the key element there. And, um, and, and that's where they get unstuck and when you, you can sort of calm that down and, and align that in whichever way and obviously you've got a very effective way of doing that, you know that people can then move on.
0: Um, yes. So uh, you're absolutely right. I mean, that's perfectly put, That it's the conflict and shifting out of that conflict of those internal voices. Yeah. And the, the second thing that sort of contributed to the success was that, you know, she had started to reframe Or change her views on sales, particularly when she had a conversation structure that felt natural and authentic to her and wasn't scripty or pushy or salesy and just was leading people to their own decision. And it was an inevitable yes, thank you as well, you know. So... um, This is something also you can do for other areas, Dawn, like making decisions, important decisions, or whenever you feel stuck or in conflict or overwhelmed or um, lacking self-esteem, there's usually um, some, I like the word that you use, that conflict inside. I call it a a disconnect Mm -hmm. inside. This really helps to then reach the inner person yes. the inner essence the true person and yep. to let that come forward in a positive beautiful way
1: yeah see one the one example i've used about internal conflict is when someone's trying to lose weight and they go along to i don't know domino's pizzas or somewhere and Before they go, they say, yep, I've been invited to a party, so I'm going to go along, but I'm on a diet, so I'm just going to go to the salad bar. I'm going to eat from the salad bar, and, you know, everyone else can have pizza. And they get there, and they, you know, they're firm. They know what they're doing. They're going to have some salad. And then they look at the menu, and they go, oh, but I do love pizza, you know. But I'm on a diet, so I'm going to have salad. Salad's not not amazingly tasty, but I'm going to have it anyway because that's what I'm doing. And then this little internal conflict says, yes, but you love pizza. <laughs> you just said you love pizza. So have the pizza. No, 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 I'm going to have the salad. And you end up with this little sort of
0: war going on. And, and of course, you end up with a pizza. Yes. And that's it, it's interesting you bring that up because I would say all that, is sort of from the mind brain, yeah. Because of you, and and the heart brain would have pro- if you did a into a session with them, you'd probably find that the heart brain saying, "I really want you to be healthy." Yes. Yes. Right. I really want desire, health, yeah, and to be beautiful and to be fit and to have people admire me. So the heart has this yearning. Yeah. Right. But the brain, because we live in such a um, a mind world, yeah. to be honest, right? So the brain often takes over, and to be honest, the gut often gets left out, hmm. and with women in particular, it seems to get left out, which is interesting as I well. It is interesting, definitely, yeah. It's like, oh, my gut brain says you haven't even asked me. Yeah. <laughs> You you haven't even asked me, you know. Like, well, let me know, you know, and I'll help you. (laughs) (laughs) It's really quite funny. And it's so amazing that when you use this process, the truth, your truth comes up. You just can't help it. Yeah. People get amazed at what comes up. They think they know that what they're going to hear, the brain gets in the way again. through the process it really accesses the truth which is yes
1: into the internal message as opposed to the you know the surface message which is what the brain is really yeah absolutely so it's fascinating it's certainly a new concept for me that you know the three brains That's that's yeah Yeah.
0: so um really now I've integrated this into my um you know elevate yourselves program Mm -hmm. and and so then I've Customize that and offer um, ways in which people can get aligned, not just in their in how to sell, but their whole business. Yeah, and that's really important as well because I know from my journey, I was not initially. Yes. No.
1: And I guess it's a, it's a little bit like when you say to people when I I I deal with. Um, know when i do therapy and hypnotherapy with people and i say to them what do you want and they say well i i know what i don't want but until you know what you want how can you move towards something positive if you don't know what that is you end up all this zigzagging which is similar to the conflict that you're talking about no real direction no real alignment to know where you're going and you can get distracted by those sort of shiny object syndrome because mm. oh that looks like a good idea. Oh, I don't really like that. Or over here we'll do something different, and and you end up going all over the place rather than that nice sort of straight line, or, or you know, maybe a wavy line, but at least it's a straight line, not a not a big zigzag. So yeah,
0: yeah. Actually, embraning comes from um, part of NLP is in mm. there as well. Yes. Yeah. In the integration process. There's um, an element of and nlp in it yeah so
1: it's using the correct language and you know having the right conversations with yourself and all sorts of things yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely so so how can people actually um work with you mckett
0: well i do um work both one-on-one and in small groups Mm -hmm. and so um because i really like to find out what's the right thing for them you know what's aligned Mm -hmm. for them and um i've I've got a website that they can go to, and uh, you know the thing is I think what I'm trying to do is really help people save the two years I went through in sorting this out and working with South yeah. and also the lifetime of um how to deal with anxiety a lot faster around sales and business. And I, I just don't want people to have to waste their time in the way that I did. So um, for your listeners, I'd like to extend um, from this podcast is for them to feel free just to have a completely non-obligational exploratory chat for about 20 minutes and they can go to my website, which is maquettecoaching.com. Yeah, the and- details will be in the show notes. Yes. Thank you very much. So be in the show notes and I'll help them. I'll just find out, you know, what the issue is that they're dealing with and basically give them a bit of a plan of try and help them through to the next best step for them. Fabulous. That's amazing. Thank you.
1: And I always ask my guests, what are, you know, for three takeaways, for three sort of key messages uh, for anyone who's listening and maybe experiencing um, exactly what you've been talking about today.
0: I think from my point of view with anxiety three thing three takeaways is check in with yourself every day mm-hmm. and be aware whether that energy is rising because if it is it's controlling you yes so check in and be aware is number 1 and I would say two you know put a toolbox of healing modalities that you can use whether you're learning them from someone else or in a program or, you know, working with a therapist, uh, working with things, though, that you can also do at home. And generally, mm-hmm. if you're working with the right practitioner, they'll give you ways that you can lean on and and um, use, a, use yeah. tools yourself in between sessions. So I really say... Learn some t- tools or some skills yourself that you can deal with it in the moment. That's really been a huge thing for me. Mm-hmm. Yes, and third one is work with a coach or practitioner or therapist that can help you through anxiety so that you can fast track it because trying to do it all yourself really is the long way round. and y- you know, it's really been the coaches and practitioners and and mentors I've worked with that has always sort of catapult me to the next step.
1: Yeah, I think that's a, a, a really good point because what what happens is when you are overwhelmed by anxiety or anything really, you, you only know what you know, mm. and so until you step. Su- Outside, or you have somebody to come in and give you some different ideas because you can just get stuck in that hole and Uh you don't have the ladder and you don't know where the door is and you just can't get out of there. So you need someone else to help you with that. Someone who has either experienced it themselves or has already helped other people in in that way. So so absolutely, it'll be um, uh, great for any listeners to contact you if they're having some, um issues with their business um anxiety whether that's around sales or just to get aligned and move their business forward
0: quickly so yeah it sounds amazing thank you dawn it's been a pleasure and i uh, hope your uh, listeners have gained value from it. yeah
1: it's been a joy thank you so much for coming on today Great. Take care. bye for now bye Thank you for listening to today's show. Please follow or subscribe to get the latest episodes as soon as they're available. Whilst you are there, please also comment and review as it helps me and other listeners know what is good and what is not. If you would like to get in touch, feel free to reach out to me via the contact details in my show notes or through Facebook at Finding Freedom Club.